Bush and Richie here, tired and emotional after the Isle of Wight Festival. Sweaty and scared after the Isle of Wight Festival, I'll be honest <laughs> with you. It's been a hell of a weekend. Uh, our Isle of Wight duties are not done, though. We've got one final thing to do, uh, and this is a big thing. We've been entrusted with playing out uh, the major highlights package of the best of the weekend, like a montage of all the good bits. And there was loads of good, good mm. bits over the weekend. It's been a brilliant weekend at the Isle of Wight Festival. We hope you've enjoyed the coverage, etc. With great power comes great responsibility. So that's Absolute Radio's weekend in the form of highlights. But if you had to look back at your weekend, your weekend personally for you, for your family what would make it into your highlights package in the meantime let's just brainstorm some other stuff that could have been like a worldie what did you have a bit of a worldie at the weekend well of course you know a lot of it for us was isle of white base so if i'm looking at yesterday sunday back on the mainland father's day i'd have to tell you about the amount of chocolate i consumed Ooh. which off the back of the uh, uh, the parting that was done on friday and saturday possibly not the most sensible thing for the gut but i have to report <laughs> that the Terry's chocolate orange truffles are very, very good. I've never heard of them. Oh, they're very, very good. Uh, Terry's chocolate orange in a ball shape. Yeah. Uh, but inside your harder chocolate outside is a truffled chocolate orange. It went down very good. So is it the same thing where you got to, like, absolutely whack it with your fist to split it open, or is it a different format? No, 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 different format. It's your taste of your Terry's chocolate orange, but in, I guess, slightly smaller than a ping-pong ball. So if we're doing a highlights like montage of this, then... Goal of the month vibes. That's you in grey tracky bottoms eating a chocolate in the lounge or something. In the space of an hour whilst watching the Netherlands versus England on uh, Sky Sports. And ending it by going, mm, and licking your fingers. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. For me, flying a kite with uh, Thea, my middle daughter. But remember I bought her a kite about two or three weeks I do, ago? Yeah. The weather's not been right. Father's Day and all that. I went to a big field. And it was going to go one or two ways. She's three and a half. And I didn't want it to be terrible or me like swear and have to put it back in the car again. You know, like those terrible yeah. moments with parents, do you remember? But the wind picked up and it was brilliant. She absolutely loved it. How easy is flying a kite as an adult? Because I've not done it since I was about seven. Well, it was just like, as long as you get like enough length on it, so it goes quite high in the air and I didn't get I didn't get ahead of myself and buy one of them stunt ones with two handles, yeah. so she took off or anything. <laughs> but it was just one handle, flying a kite. It was quite wholesome, actually. It was almost a, an emotional thing for Father's Day. And not the slightest bit of worry of it suddenly dive-bombing and thinking, <laughs> that's about to take someone out. Well, do you know, it's really close to South End Airport, right. and a guy walking his dog says, did pass by saying that we would get air traffic control on our case. So, <laughs> I don't know if he was joking or being dead serious. Bush, Richie, my high night of the weekend, I was in Milton Keynes to see Imagine Dragons. Ooh. Milton Keynes, they don't say their name, Milton Keynes seems to be getting a lot of gigs at the moment. See, a lot of people going to Milton Keynes to go and see things. But there's loads of other stuff at Milton Keynes, isn't there? There's like, have they got like a dry ski slope in Milton Keynes? They have. They've got, I think it's called some snow dome kind of thing. Bletchley Park, is that near there? Very nearby, yeah. And then there's like a computer museum. Yes. I'm moving to Milton Keynes. Sounds brilliant, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, what would make it? Shelley in, Not uh, in Nottingham says, uh, my wing walk yesterday morning. I oh, can assure words. you there's no wing walking in the Isle of Wight Festival. What, what, a, what a weekend for Shelley. You're a, you're a fellow wing walker, aren't you? I, I, I didn't want to, um, you know, just uh, shout it out, but I have done a wing walk. It's an, it's an amazing experience. I wonder if it's like being a mason. When you go into a room, you know when someone else might be a fellow wing walker. We, we just keep a, it on the down low. We do a secret sign. We go to each other like this. We go. Mm. Please never do that manoeuvre again. I don't know what that was. <laughs> it's like a, it was like a, an emu trying to get into flight. For those of you at home, my arms came out. <laughs> I did a little wing waggle. 
Tony says, look at this, he's got a whole resume for the weekend. Friday evening, drinks with father-in-law, Saturday family dog walk, toasted sarni in a new cafe, results in order in a sarni toaster off Amazon, cut grass, drank more, Sunday brekkie in bed, family roast, drinks with the guys, chippy tea done. What a weekend. It's very hard to be, that's no wing walk, but it's up there, that's for sure. All right, Adrian's on the line. Adrian, best bit of your weekend? My weekend highlight is, well, started Thursday when we've got the keys for our new house. Right. Um... Anyway, obviously painting, decorating, doing the normal stuff. Um, and then on Saturday, I was at work. And then got the announcement that we're having another baby, which wow. was a bit of a shock, massive shock. But also um, brilliant at the same time, right, Adrian? Oh, oh yeah, amazing, amazing, yeah. Um, but then, you know, obviously it was my birthday on Sunday, yeah. 37 years old, and then obviously Father's Day. So I got an early Father's Day present, obviously, with... The news from the Saturday. Adrian, can I ask whether the new house that you moved into on Thursday, has it got the capacity for the extra child that you now are going to have to house? Well, (laughs) to be honest, we've got, you know, we've got a three bed, we've got two girls, so they'll have to share. Oh dear. We've got um, Eliza, she's one, and Evelyn, she's two and a half, so they're they're pretty similar, you know. So they're like buses, you know, we've got... You know, we've, we've tried for eight years to have um, our Eva Lee, and then obviously we're on our third now in less than three years. You're building up speed. I tell you what, any more kids, you'll have to live in a massive shoe just off the A5. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, Wayne's in Accrington says, I built a bench in my oh. back garden. My highlight was watching my wife, Debbie, sit down and relax on the bench that I built. Wouldn't that be an amazing thing to build something like that? I love the simplicity of it. It's love great. that. Do let us know if Debbie enjoyed it. <laughs> Stephen says, top Saturday Alton Towers as my kids are finally tall enough to go on the good rides. Oh. I'm, I, I don't know you... We, can you see yourself in the future as Rocco gets taller and older, going on whatever they call like no. the beast or what these even, things are? You don't even need to finish the question. It's a no. It's uh, a flat no, and I hope he's listening. And we would we put a message out there to your Alton Towers and your Thought Parks and all that kind of thing. Can't there needs to be easier rides for people? You know they have silent fireworks for people who brick it when yep. they hear a bang. What about easy like you know fairgrounds and stuff? I like? encourage more log flumes. Just a log flume. I'll do that. Just be embraced by someone dressed up as like a raccoon, like in Flambard. Screams of excitement, but without going upside down. That's what we need. But what's making your weekend highlights sue it's having a new fur baby you've got a new fur baby yes okay. now of of what type four four legs cat dog something different it's a it's a cat a kitten uh-huh. he's eight he's eight weeks old brilliant and what have you called the fur baby mickey okay so you look like a mickey yeah 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 have you sung hey mickey to him yet of course i have <laughs> does he like it of course i have yes he what? loves it and what cute stuff is he doing then, like kittens? They do that thing where they stick their tongue out, like girls do on social media in any photo now. And then he also, what does he do, like, um, drink milk and that? What stuff has he been doing? Uh, um, he's drink. just drinking water at the moment. Oh, he like milk. And how soon is it, Sue, uh, as someone who hasn't owned a cat, how soon is it until he will become independent and be sauntering in and out and you are a mere inconvenience in his life? He'll be taking the mickey in many ways. Yes, he will be. <laughs> Um, probably not long in our house because um, they kind of rule my cats. You ask my husband. How many cats have you got, Sue? I've got I've got three now. Oh my word! Wow, Doctor Doolittle over there. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you for all your weekend highlights you've been sending into the show. It's time for ours. We hope you enjoyed the Isle of Wight Festival and the coverage on Absolute Radio as much as we did doing it. A huge thank you to every single one of you that came to see Richie and I uh, do 80s versus 90s live on Saturday. We absolutely love you for it. Really appreciate it. Here's the best bits from an amazing weekend. The Isle of Wight Festival 2022 on Absolute Radio. A celebration of a shared experience. That will be the biggest thing along the whole weekend. I guarantee it. A sea of dopamine. Do you know what I've learned from this weekend? Sing-along songs matter. Forget real music. <laughs> Sing-along songs matter. An instant community. Just add music. And as quick as it happens... It's gone. Hello? But fortunately, we were there to capture all the best bits. On stage. Welcome to the house of... Stage. We're going to have to stop for a while. No, it's a drag. Backstage. Our backstage audience is ready. Yeah! Hostage. There were no hostages. Friday. We're going to be doing some flyer inside dressed as uh, Freddie Mercury and Keith Flynn. Angela says Richie looks like he's about to inspect a building site. Carl says Freddie Mercury got more of an Ali G vibe to it. if any bad language slipped through. Producer Paul was sweating quite a few times during that <laughs> yeah. set. Oh, we yes. apologise. <laughs> hey, Louise, thank you so much for coming along. Saturday. It's Saturday night. I'm Claire Sturgis. This isn't the absolute classic rock party. Don't be confused. It's OK. I've arrived to save the day. Sock on, one sock off. Danielle Barry. She's not even joking. You're the tallest <laughs> member of the team. I've always thought this. Even with a sock on one hand, <laughs> you're looking pretty cool. Relive a weekend of live. You'll find extended highlights, interviews, news articles, and more in the Absolute Radio app. The Isle of Wight Festival 2022 on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Awesome weekend. Do do feel like we're a couple of uh, Herberts, a couple of imposters, hearing ourselves crop up in the uh, the highlights package, uh, 80s versus yeah. 90s DJ set. Although it was a great success, we we even got to the stage where that river stage uh, that we were doing our set on, the area was full. That to stop people coming on in. I mean, that's a triumph, you'd have to say. Thank you, huge thank you. As I yeah. said before, huge thank you everyone that came down because we didn't know. Even like you said, we went flyering on Friday night dressed yeah. as idiots trying to whip up support because we're worried that we're going to get out on stage and no one be there. So it was an amazing thing. Thank you so much. Loved carrying a box of beers around with me. It was like an 80s cool box, wasn't, wasn't it? it? I haven't seen one of them in ages. Like, Fantastic. Like parental, like, uh, you know, camping trips when I was a kid. Didn't you know? even realise that we had a rider. No, we just kept opening cans of lager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely fantastic. A lot of people have been taking the mickey over the weekend about uh, you attempting to kick T-shirts into the crowd. We didn't have a T-shirt cannon. Uh, the best way to get them out there was tie the T-shirts up into a ball. I'm a goalkeeper. I've got a good drop <laughs> kick. The problem wasn't my kicking. Really? Prob- no, no, it wasn't. Right. The, the, the roof of the stage was too low. So oh. I launched it so high, it was just going straight to the roof. That was the problem. So it was, it was the stage. We'll give John Giddings a call and we'll get that raised for next year. Thanks for Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we want to hear your weekend highlights. We've uh, we played to you the absolute radio ones, and they they stack up well from the yeah. ROI.
Whitefest. Festival, what was it for you? Linda says our weekend highlights were spent at Paddock Wood Hop Farm listening to Simply Red, Paul Weller and Keane. Imagine Simply Red finishing, you know that Keane are on their way. How'd you deal with that? I'd be very happy. You know I love Keane. Are you trying to prod the bear? I'm, no, I'm just, just a hypothetical situation. <laughs> All right, OK. I, I don't know how i deal with that. Kane, uh, Wayne in Cardiff says, Bush and Richie just had excellent news. I'm going to be a grandfather again. That will be three. Two girls by my eldest girl, and now my 21-year-old is pregnant. I'm ecstatic. Fantastic times. Karen, what's your weekend highlights? Who else does a Christmas dinner in that heat, right? You did Christmas dinner over the weekend? Well, because of COVID, I have cancer, so my immune system isn't great, so the kind of lockdown has lasted forever, but we decided to have a few this weekend. Didn't look at the forecast, (laughs) planned a roast. So you didn't need to use an oven then? (laughs) Yes, but, you know, I'm at home, so did lots of prep, prepped and froze, sausage meatballs, pickling blankets... Lots of sides, and we just had to chuck the meat and the potatoes in the oven and run away. Well, I bet it was amazing. And did you have people there that maybe you've not been able to see because of what's been going on over the past couple of years? Absolutely. I've been marooned for longer than most people. Well, Karen, I love the fact that you've you've had the uh, that you've had the motivation to do this, and I bet you've probably enjoyed a June Christmas dinner more than you have any of your ones on December twenty fifth. We've had crackers, stupid games, and listened to the Isle of Wight Festival on Absolute. Oh well, good on you. Impeccable taste, and we're chuffed for you. Stay safe, okay? <laughs> Thank you. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. On line one, hoping to bag the tickets is Sarah. Sarah, your weekend highlight, please. Um, staying in and enjoying the sunshine. Oh, good on you. Just in the back garden, just chilling out, yeah? With a gin and tonic, yeah. Ah, there we go. Can't be drinking in the garden. You can't be drinking in someone else's garden if they're not away. You're in there. (laughs) (laughs) Nervous laughter from Sarah. Let's go to the other contestant who's called George. George, your weekend highlight, please. Um, I went to see Keane in, um... Oh, I can't remember what it was now. Oh, uh, was it in um, Kent? Delamere Forest. Delamere Forest. Oh, right, OK. Was that, was that the gig with uh, um, Simply Red and everything? No, no, it was just uh, Delamere Forest and two other two other singers we hadn't heard of. Delamere Forest isn't a service station, is it? <laughs> no. Oh, no, that's no. Lee Delamere. Imagine that, though, Keen yeah. at Lee Delamere. That is a gig that needs to happen. Forget <laughs> Nebworth. No, it was, uh, it was great, but it, it wasn't very good weather, but it was um, brilliant. It was oh. brilliant anyway. Well, we're glad you had a good time. Glad you had a good time, George. Good on you, George. Uh, it's Pearl Jam today, uh, not at a service station, uh, Hyde Park. Uh, here's the rules. We're going to give you a random topic that has many possible answers. Sarah, you will have to say how many answers you think you could give in 30 seconds. George, you will then have the opportunity to claim if you think you could name more or less than Sarah. Whoever thinks they can claim more will then have 30 seconds to do just that, and if they manage it, they win the tickets. If they don't, they lose the tickets to the other player. Let's play Who Claims Wins. Right then, tension time. Moment of truth. Sarah, it goes to you first. How many Leonardo DiCaprio films between 1995 and 2015 do you think you can name in 30 seconds? And we're looking for any full-length feature film where Leo has received an acting credit. What do you reckon? Oh, I'm going to say five. Five for Sarah. George, do you think you can name more than Sarah or do you want to challenge her to do her five? I'm going to challenge her. All right, okay, straight off. (laughs) Uh, Right, uh, Sarah, you have got 30 seconds to do your five and your time starts now. 
Okay, um, Titanic, um, Romeo and Julia, Shutter Island, Revelant, um, oh, Wolf of Wall Street, and What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Keep right, on going, okay, keep, keep on going. going. Just do one more time. Um, I can't think of any more. Gone totally blank. Okay, well, well, we're going to let Gatsby. the Great, Great Gatsby. Gatsby. Right, see, you can. And now time's up. Whoa. You see, it's always worth doing it, just in case one of your others isn't in the timings. But as I look at things here, you went for five, and you actually named five. So congratulations. Woo. You are going Thank to see you. Pearl Jam. What about that? <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> Iconic bands. Who are you going to be going with, do you reckon? My daughter, Laura. We're huge Pearl Jam fans, and we've seen them five times, but we couldn't go this time, but... Please let us be able to go this time. Oh, you <laughs> are. You literally are. You genuinely <laughs> literally are. Uh, Sarah, unlucky. George, lovely to speak to you, though, and have an amazing rest of your week, OK? No problem. No problem. Uh, yeah, well done to Sarah. So many um, Leonardo DiCaprio films she could have done. Bush and I just going through the list uh, uh, during that song just then to uh, see how many we, were, we would have been able to get ourselves. There was a film on there called Don't Plum. And we're thinking, we've never heard of that one. Well, what's going on in what Don't ca- Plum? Cautionary word about plum. Is that a verb? Don't plum? Um, classic from our producer. It's a typo. It's called Don's Plum. It was out in 2001. Thanks for them. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Uh, we love doing Monday's home time show because you get to check in with you guys to see what you've been up to over the weekend. There's been lots of drama going on. People getting in touch telling us about their weekend dramas. Uh, we've got Rebecca on the line right now. Rebecca, tell us what happened around your house this weekend. Oh, to be honest, I can't quite believe it happened. And it was sheer madness, okay. Um, I just went to bed and a little bit of Amazon shopping. My partner's asleep. <laughs> really quiet. I see this fluttering in the background and thought, it's a moth. Oh, that's annoying. I'm going to have to get up. And then it looked bigger and bigger. And I thought, that, that's not a moth. And I said to, to my other half, I'm going to have to turn the light on to see what it is. I turned the light on and there is a bat walking <gasps> around our bedroom. Whoa. Yeah, you just think, is this happening? Well, and is I tell you what, bat, bats don't just like gently, you know, perch on top of stuff. They absolutely cane it around in circles. I've seen it on YouTube. They just go like, ah, don't they? It's, it's terrifying. <laughs> it was terrifying. Um, I'm, I'm a teacher and I'm a forest school leader, so I'm kind of, kind of like, I'm kind of into the bugs. I'm into the outdoor life. And at the moment, we're doing 30 Days Wild for the Wildlife Trust. Oh, cool. So, it's, it's Maybe the bat heard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how it got in the house. Um, the window is open a tiny bit and it's just swooping around. It kept landing on things and luckily I've got this really cool picture of it now <laughs> sitting on the bedside table. Wow. So um, how did you resolve this situation? <laughs> I had to go with a dressing gown and uh, it perched on a pair of trousers on the radiator and at that moment I thought right now's the time after about half an hour of trying swooped in with the dressing gown over the top sort of caught it wrapped it up and kind of tried to shoo it push it release it out of the window and finally it it decided that that would be a good thing to do I don't want to make assumptions because I wasn't there but I'm kind of getting the feeling your your partner if we can name your partner didn't really get involved here and was slightly cowardly (laughs) (laughs) I was there singing, there's a bat in my bedroom, what am I going to do? And, and he was hiding on the covers saying, well, I think actually you should deal with it. So, yeah, Clayton. Well, Clayton, you've had a shocker. <laughs> Clayton reminds me of Shaggy from Scooby-Doo, <laughs> jumping into Scooby's <laughs> arms. Yeah. <laughs> 
still freaked out by that story about a bat getting into her bedroom, though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so we've uh, we've been doing a, a little bit of uh, research about bats. 18 different species of bat in the UK. So they're, they're more prevalent than we might have thought. All as freaky as each other, I imagine. Got some bat facts here. Now, quite often you might hear presenters on the radio saying, if there are children uh, listening right now, do cover their ears, send them away. If you've got children nearby, all right, get them close to the radio because there's a fact coming up that the kids are going to love and laugh about for the rest of the evening. Okay? Great, OK. Here's some bat facts, all right? First of all, uh, some species of bat weigh less than a 1p coin, yet their wingspan, two metres. That's crazy, isn't it? Isn't it? I don't even know how that works. So that's a good one. Bats sleep upside down. I think we all knew that. We've seen the movies, seen Batfink, all that kind of thing. Batman, I probably would have been gone for first, but that's fine, yeah. <laughs> That thing's not normally number one in the list. <laughs> um, terrible eyesight. Use their ears to uh, to see. Sounds like me. That's <laughs> true. Here's the best one. Here's the best one, all right? This is the one that kids will have. Bats don't have a backside. Right. So everything that we would do out of our backside comes out of their mouth. Oh, my Lord, that's the worst thing ever, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. There's your bat facts. Okay, this is not a regular feature. This is not coming back, that's for sure. Oh, my Lord. If you ever want to get a kind of taster of how a show is ticking along, just look at the text that people are sending in. And this text is just coming out. This kind of sums up how we've been so far this evening. Uh, Vic says, mm, I'm pretty sure bats have an anus. <laughs> is that where we're at at 6.25? Unfortunately, the the tab on, on me internet where I found that fact, I've closed down now. Oh, so it's I... gone. <laughs> Malin Boreham-Wood says bats do have bums. Where do you think bat poop comes from then, eh? Yours warmly. Mal, he's got a point. Well, the fact that I gave everyone is it comes... They, they do that fun function out of their mouth. Let's just... You can't just say that and then not back it up with any information. If I had the tab still open, I would read it a second time, but I've, I've closed the tab. I'm really, really sorry. Would you like to move on? I would like to move at this point. <laughs> 8, 12, 15, any other comments about bats and their toilet habits? <laughs> um, how about this over the weekend, right? So, obviously, you and I have had a busy weekend. Friday, we Saturday, down at the Isle of Wight Festival. Yesterday, Father's Day. I'm speaking to my dad on the phone, seeing what he's been up to and all this kind of thing. Uh, he's down in Eastbourne, where there is a, a pre-Wimbledon tennis tournament on right now. Oh. There's been a bit of coverage on on the telly uh, this afternoon. And uh, he tells me that the tennis club that he plays down at, they've been using their facilities for the warm-up for this tournament that is on this week. He's been volunteering, not as a ball boy, because you know, I, I don't think Dad would hide from the fact that his life speedo has just ticked past 70. So he's he's not working as a ball boy, yeah. but he has been working down at the weekend, volunteering, handing out uh, towels and sports drinks to some of the tennis players that have been warming up down there. That's good. That's nice, isn't it? None other than tennis legend... Serena Williams. Wow, so your dad has been like her personal assistant, pretty much. My dad got assigned to Serena Williams's court over the weekend, and there he is, standing there with her towel uh, and her sports drink uh, and handing it to her whenever she wanted it over the weekend. Lucas, a top up Serena. Any more balls? So we all know that Serena Williams is one of the greatest of all time to have ever taken to a tennis court. But trust me, because I know how the mind of a Firth works. If she achieves anything over the next three or four weeks on a grass 
grass court, my dad is going to lay claim to it. Unbelievable. My, my Twitter timeline is full of people sending us images, screenshots of them Googling whether bats have got bums or not. That's where we're at tonight. We had a caller earlier who had a bat trapped in their bedroom. We went down a bat wormhole um, and uh, found out that bats don't have bums and it comes out their mouth and uh, that's what they do. It's uh, wildlife. This, this is what you've said. We've not found it out. This is what you've said and now subsequently lost on the internet. You can't find it again, which is hilarious. Uh, but we do have Michelle on the line who hopefully is going to clarify things about bats for us. Michelle, please tell us. Well, I, I don't know if I'm definite about bats, but I know owls do the same thing where they um, oh. they eat small rodents and then vomit it back up, basically. Not them as family. well. Not owls as well. I always thought owls were like a good bunch. I mean, they're kind of graceful, got nice hair, kind of stay out of it up in trees unless you watch the, watch the Staircase, that uh, documentary. Do you know what I mean? They are not, not any of this stuff, throwing it up yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. No, well, it's not. It's not really throwing it up. It's just like a little dry parcel that they bring back up. <laughs> Do you know what, though? <laughs> if you think about it in terms of evolution and stuff as well, yeah. it's kind of horrible having to go to the loo as like a human being, isn't it? Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's, yeah. You, know, it's the, you know, getting rid of waste has been a big problem throughout the years with like sewers <laughs> and stuff like for the Romans and everything like that as well. If it was to come back up as just like a little neat parcel. Dry parcel, as Michelle said. A dry dry parcel. parcel. That would be yeah. that would be kind of maybe maybe we shouldn't slag off owls. Maybe they're ahead of the game. They haven't got to worry about running about running out of loo roll either, have they? No, it's not very true. Uh, well, not for the for the um, for the purposes of facts and for the for the little kids that are listening at so home. So are you off the hook or, or still on the hook with this at the moment? No, I'd say I'm off the hook. Michelle, oh, I think he's off the hook. Thank All you, right. Michelle. All right, Michelle. Michelle has, has has given us green light for the fact that not just do bats do that, but also owls as well do it out their mouth. Yes. Thanks, Michelle. You're very welcome. Thank you very much. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway.